everyone. Welcome to the Revolution Podcast. We're the high school ministry at the church at Rocky Peak, and we'd love for you to join us in person on Saturday nights at 530. For more info about the ministry and upcoming events, find us on Instagram at HSRevolution. We hope you enjoy this time of teaching from God's Word. Welcome, everyone. Glad that you're here. I know we still have a couple people trickling on in. Uh, Welcome officially to our Revolution Fall kickoff. We are so excited that you guys are here. Uh, I know we have a whole bunch of familiar faces here. Uh, I know we also have, we have more than 20 people who are here for the very first time, which is awesome. I want to especially welcome you. Uh, I know I talked to a, a, a handful of you at least uh, who are like, oh, I've been a couple times, but this is my first time in a long time. And so we are so excited that you guys are here. Uh, this is our way of celebrating the beginning of our fall, uh, getting ready for what we're going to be jumping into. And, uh, and so as a part of that, uh, I just want to welcome you guys a little bit and give you a little bit of an idea of, of what Revolution is uh, and what we do here. So if this is your very first time, this is for you. If it's been a while, this is for you. Or maybe you've been coming for a while and it's just a, like a nice, healthy reminder. My, my name is Tim. Uh, I'm our high school pastor here. I'm so excited that you're here. Uh, you also have probably met a whole bunch of our volunteers. Those are people who are, they lead small groups for us called life groups during the week. Uh, they help out here. They're all here uh, because they... They love people like you. They love high school students, uh, and they want you guys to know about Jesus. And so I want to talk real quickly, just a little bit, about who we are here in Revolution and why we do what we do. And so Revolution, this, this gathering that's here, this is all about being high school students who are passionate about following Jesus. And so I want to talk just a little bit about that. I want to talk about three things that we believe here uh, that I think it's important for you to know. The first thing is that we believe that Jesus is real. The second thing is that, that we believe that he made you. And the third thing is that we believe that Jesus wants you to know him. And so I want to talk about those things just real briefly. We believe that Jesus is real. And so what do I mean by that? I mean that, that 2,000 years ago, Jesus was a, a flesh and blood person who walked on this earth. That you can go and visit Israel and Palestine and those areas, and you can see the places where he was. You can put your feet in those places. Now, sometimes we think about the stories of Jesus, and it's easier for us to think about it almost as a fantasy or, or a Lord of the Rings, Chronicles of Narnia, Harry Potter kind of thing that just happened like fancifully. But we know, like you can go, people have literally dug up places where it's like, man, Jesus probably sat right here or stood right here or was in this place. We believe that Jesus was a a real person who walked around 2,000 years ago and that you can look in the Bible and find that and you can prove that just looking at other historical sources. We believe that he performed miraculous deeds and taught a new way to relate to God, a new way that was the fulfillment of what we would say, the fulfillment of the Jewish faith, that everything that came before him pointed to him and what he would teach and what he was going to do. We believe that he died by Roman crucifixion, that the Roman government put him to death in an incredibly painful way on a cross, that he was really, really actually dead. And then we believe that he raised himself from the dead because he is the creator God. And we believe that that Jesus is real. That's a part of why we do what we do here. And if, though, if those things are true, man, he deserves our attention. The Bible says in John three thirty six, whoever believes in the Son has eternal life, but whoever rejects the Son 
will not see life. And so there are are real life and death consequences. If what Jesus said and did is real, it matters. And if it's not real, that matters too. And so it's important for us, not just for our one day destination when we die way far in the future, but it matters for our here and now as we live uh, day in and day out. The second thing is that we believe that, that Jesus made you that you're not an accident, that he made you on purpose, that each one of you was made uniquely, that each one of you is made specially, uh, that the Bible says that, that you are wonderfully made, that no matter what you've been told in your life, no matter what someone may have said to you or implied, uh, if someone called you boring, if someone called you basic, if someone called you an accident, that none of those things are true, that in reality, You are wonderful, and you are wanted, and you've been created on purpose. And a major part of that purpose is to know God. You were made by God to know him, to be in relationship with him, to lean on him and to be comforted by him, and to be challenged by him and grown by him to become someone who's able to represent him in the world at large. That he created you in a special way to reflect his character into this creation. But instead of pursuing God, the, Bi- the Bible's really clear that you and I both, instead we chose our own selfish desires and our own selfish wants. The Bible calls that sin, it calls it rebellion, it calls it wickedness. It's all evil. And the truth is that most of the time when we make those decisions, we think it's good in the moment. But many times we see when we make selfish decisions, the impact that it has. And we see the impact that other people's selfish decisions have on us. And as a part of that, it severs our ability to be able to have a relationship with a perfect God. That we became a part of what is wrong with the world. And that for God to restore the world to what's perfect, that he needs to restore, he needs to destroy and pull out the evil that taints it. That one day God will remove all evil. The problem is that you and I are a part of that. That you and I each have brought some evil and some wickedness into this world. And if the world is going to be restored to being perfect, something has to be done about our evil. The Bible calls that God's wrath. Not that he's irrationally angry, not that he flies off the handle at the drop of a pin, but that when he sees evil, his plan is to remove it. And so he made a way for you and I not to be a part of that removal. That's why Jesus came. In John 3, it also says that God so loved the world that he gave his only son and whoever believes in him won't die but have eternal life. For God didn't send his son to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him isn't condemned, but whoever doesn't believe stands condemned already. That all of us, without what Jesus did on the cross, that we're a part of the problem. But he came and did on the cross what we couldn't do. He paid our penalty. He beat sin and death by rising from the grave. And by putting our trust in him, we're able to be forgiven and become a part of God's plan to restore what's good instead of being a part of what the Bible calls the the kingdom of darkness 
or the, the rule of wickedness and evil. And so revolution exists as a, a safe place for you as a high school student to come and to be yourself. That here you can come and you can explore and you can figure out what to think about what Jesus claims. That you don't have to come here and pretend to be a certain kind of person. You don't have to put on a face of someone and, and pretend that you have it all figured out or that you're living perfectly. That you can come here and honestly pursue and get to know the Jesus who wants to pull you into relationship with him. That we're not going to force you to have a certain kind of experience. We're not going to force you to pretend to be a certain kind of person. That this is a place to come and to know more. And so if you're still figuring out if he's real, this is a great place to meet people who have had real experiences of him in their life, who have been changed by Jesus and can articulate that and talk clearly about that to you. If maybe you look at it and you're like, okay, maybe, maybe God is real, maybe Jesus is real, but I don't know if I'm ready yet to trust him and to do the things that he says. This is a place where you can come and you can hear clearly from his word what his plan for your life is. So you can decide whether or not you think that he is trustworthy or not. You can figure out, do, do I think Jesus has my best interest in mind or do I think I'm better off controlling my own life? This is a place for you to know more and to be able to see if that's, if that's you, if you're ready to put your trust in him. And as many of you already are, if you're passionate about following Jesus, this is a place that you can come and you can learn more about what it looks like to live for him 24-7. Because the idea isn't that we come up here on a Saturday or a Sunday and we get a little dose of Jesus and then we go off and do our normal lives, but that instead that we would be people who are beacons of his truth, who are, are living a changed and different kind of life because of who he is. And so this is a place for us to wrestle with that and recognize that none of us do that perfectly. And to be confronted with what, what does it look like to be challenged to live more the kind of life of love and joy and hope that Jesus has called me to. What might he be calling me to give up? And what good might he be calling me towards? And so that's what revolution is. Uh, I'm going to call the band up, and we're going to go into a times a part of what we do normally here uh, called worship. And in just a little while, we're going to show you guys uh, a little bit of like a like a hype trailer of the different things that we do in Revolution so you can get a sense of what else might be in store for you if you decide that you might want to join our community and be a regular part of what we're doing here. But one of the things that we do uh, all the time when we gather together is something called worship. And so the, there's going to be a band up here and there's going to be music playing and it might look or feel a lot like a concert, but unlike a concert, and if you enjoy it, I want you to enjoy it. But unlike a concert, this isn't for our enjoyment. Instead, for those of us who are passionate about following Jesus, this is our chance to give him praise and glory for who he is and what he's done. As you can see, a lot of times we stand up during worship and people are getting ready for it. They're excited. This is a chance for us to reflect on what God has done, what he's doing in our lives and the way that he loves us. Uh, and so in a moment, I'm going to pray for us as we go into this time. I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you. To, to really listen to what these songs are about. The songs that we do here aren't just songs that we've written that feel good to us or sound good to us. These are songs where the, the words that we sing are inspired and come out of God's word itself. 
They come out of the Bible. We're big on the Bible here. And that's, that's where these ideas that we're singing about come from. And so if you're still in that exploring stage, trying to figure out who Jesus is and what he says, sometimes these are great ways to learn a little bit more about him, even as we sing and have fun and maybe jump around. I don't know. It depends on the songs that we're doing. We'll see. Um, so let me pray for us real quick. And we're going to go into a couple of those songs. Uh, so if you guys would bow your heads and close your eyes. Um, also tonight, I'm just going to ask that if you're here as a life group leader, that you would just kind of take up a post kind of somewhere along the edges of the crowd out here. Um, I know that for some of us who are here, there's a lot going on in our life. And the idea of a, of a big God who is bigger than our problems and who created us for a reason with a purpose and wants us to know him, that might be something that maybe you just even find yourself wishing was true. And so like I said, this is a place that is safe for you to explore that, to talk about that. And so if you, if you want to go up to any of those staff people, they would love to talk with you, to answer maybe a question that you might have, or, or even to pray for you. And if you've never had someone do that, that's just someone talking to God for you. And we would love to be able to support you and encourage you here in Revolution as a part of that. And so especially if you're here and you're like, man, I, I might want to trust Jesus today for the first time. Come up to talk to me, any of those adults. We would love to talk to you about what that looks like. I'm going to pray for us and we're going to go into this time of worship. Jesus, we thank you that you are real. We thank you that you, we can depend on you and you are actually there, that you lived, you died, you rose from the dead, and you are present with us as we go throughout our life, that we put our trust in you, and then you never leave our side, no matter what we're going through. We thank you, God, that you want us to know you. We thank you that, that we can become your people. We thank you that you created us for a reason, for a purpose, and that none of us are here by mistake. And so we, we pray that tonight, through this time of worship, that we would be able to connect with you. We would give you some, some credit, some praise, some glory for who you are and what you've done in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.